0: to go on down to Skate Town.
1: None of that bullshit skating you did in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> the uh,
0: Again, welcome folks to, uh, <laughs> welcome to the fourth anniversary of uh, Cult Cinema Catacombs. This is voiceless Roy for the first half of the episode. For those who didn't hear the Samurai Cop episode, I got food poisoning and wrecked my throat. That's a, a a story. Story. <laughs> That's the short story behind it. So, um, But uh, yeah, we've been doing this now for four years.
1: I, that, that is insane. Yeah. That's crazy sense to say. <laughs> and four I just bought years. Liquid Sky on uh, <laughs> Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray because of this show. So great. <laughs> That's how my life's going.
0: And I've made uh, Lacey a lifetime fan of the Apple, from what I understand. Oh.
1: She there are there are favorites in her catalog uh that are not the same as mine. So I mean the apple looks great. Uh, you're not gonna hear me madmouth the apple. Of all of the things that we've watched, that is the only that is one of the few, I'd say one of like the ten to fifteen that I would consider rewatching,
0: you know. Yeah. That's so how you celebrate our fourth anniversary by buying the film that started it all. Like, like yes. This, just just so you could have in 4K her going delicious, delicious.
1: Yeah, just so I can hear the shrimp uh, conversation again. <laughs> just so I have that in my back pocket. I, no, I know. like that. That was the movie that started our show. Yeah. That was the one I was like, I'm looking for you know, uh, deep deeper cut cult cult movies, and you were like. This is it. And then we started a show about it. And that's what I watched. And now I'm broken.
0: So I "I got one for you. Here you go. I was like, do you
1: want to do a We were like, do we want to do a show about this? Sure. Let's just destroy. Let's just melt Andy from the inside. Let's just warp his brain until he can't stand up anymore. This will be fun.
0: Oh, yeah, because you know, you, you, Lord Lord knows you needed to experience the magic that was the Rhythm Box musical number. Uh,
1: <laughs> hey, I can't to, wait to watch it again
0: in 4K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my,
1: you know, people say they need an excuse to, you know, Super Bowl or something like that to buy a really nice big 4K TV. <laughs> Buying a <laughs> liquid sky from vinegar syndrome. <laughs>
0: Oh man. So we're gonna actually start up something new, um with with our fourth anniversary. Uh once in a while you're gonna be hearing us you know, talk about uh you know, not only just, you know, select movies like the movie we chose for this episode, but things that we're watching right now that's kind of gotten us excited or things that's gotten us a lot in our life that are like, Yeah, I'm checking this out outside of the show. Uh, right? To, just to kind of, you know, maybe pique your interest in you know, just know what we're doing outside of watching these, these shit films. Uh, <laughs> so what, what's currently on your radar?
1: Um, I want to, concerning this is our first one, and we've talked about this before, but the more I hear the 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 better it is. I wanna give an overarching like I'm super into Tubi right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've learned more about Tubi. First of all, if you don't know what it is, free streaming service, it is ad supported, but their catalog is super deep. Huge. We watch a lot yeah, we watch a lot of what we watch on Tubi. Um <laughs> but I also found out that every time you play a movie on Tubi, they pay the people that made the movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's not like Netflix where they buy something for a flat fee and then just, you just write it into the ground and they're done. They got paid. They're out. This is something where they continue to pay people and they're really fair and equitable from what I understand. Um, And not that we don't love shutter. Let's get that out there. We love the shutter. We love our, we love our full moon streaming services and our Lloyd Kaufman business, but to be for a free service where you can watch anything almost is it is it is fantastic so Mm -hmm. you can play tubi roulette all day find all kinds of crazy shit to watch and you're actually kind of doing a good thing while you're doing it so tubi's my my jam right now
0: and then then there's stuff that's on there that's exclusively for tubi Tubi. also so i mean yeah there tubi's amazing i just Mm -hmm. it's like you you really do a deep dive into one of the categories you're like oh my god i can't believe this is on here and oh i i can't believe i you know found this and whatever and whatnot and yeah it's, it's amazing
1: if i can find shitty horror movies and sci-fi movies like c level that i haven't seen i get excited and tubi has that no one else does like you can go into the recesses and catacombs of amazon prime and i still can't find anything i haven't seen tubi will turn up some shit <laughs> and i'm like yeah all right i'm here for it just direct line mainlining into my veins and then they're like yeah and we're gonna pay the one guy that made this in his backyard while we do it? Okay. Yeah, let's get uh, Bad Ben 84. <laughs> so that's mine, Roy. What's, uh, what's yours?
0: Um, well, I um, I mean, we were talking about uh, Vinegar Syndrome and which sees mm-hmm. a lot of my money. Okay. Um, it's, like, it's like every time I turn around, I see something new from them and I'm like, God damn it um well they just recently decided to release a restoration of a film i never ever thought i would not only just see make the jump to blu-ray but even just get an official release in the united states uh and they have released the musical voyage of the rock aliens on oh God, restored okay. on blu-ray that that's one I'm shocked we have not done on this show yet, because um, it is on Tubi, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, yeah,
1: there you go. It is,
0: it is on Tubi. But not only to finally see a physical release of this film, but restore And the thing is is that the copy that they got I mean, Apparently when it went overseas It got different titles than Voyage of the Rock Aliens Okay. And so when this was released overseas One of the titles it was released under Was When the Rain Begins to Fall Which has okay. Nothing to do with no. the movie um, Except for the fact that For some reason they decided to slip the music video For that song by Pia Zador and Jermaine Jackson oh, no. Into the film Oh um, Oh no yeah is it, if, have you never seen this thing?
1: I think I have, but it's again, I see so much crap that I don't know whether I have or not. I've never seriously watched it. Oh, let's God, say yeah. that
0: yeah because i the basic it's a very, very simple plot. It's a very simplistic plot. It's about a group of aliens who discovered rock and roll. And they're trying to find the source for it, and they find out that it's from Earth, so they land on Earth. One of the aliens falls in love with the popular girl, who's played by Pia Zadora, but she is uh, tied to the leader of a of a rough-and-tough gang-slash-rockabilly group. <laughs>
1: shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I have seen this then.
0: Oh, God. Oh, yeah, you need to watch it, especially uh, not only just for the magic that is uh, Pia Zadora. Sure, um, uh, but it also stars uh, you, you. You like the movie Nightbreed, right?
1: Oh, I love the movie Nightbreed.
0: Well, the the guy who is playing the leader of the rockabilly gang is Craig Schaefer from okay. Nightbreed. Okay, <laughs> all right, know? and his hair is like moost moost to the. To, to the gills. And if that <laughs> wasn't if that wasn't enough, you also have Michael Berryman as a, a an escaped lunatic with a chainsaw that accidentally gets released when the aliens are visiting nice. the mental institute. Nice. Um, and you also have Ruth Gordon as a police officer who sees the aliens land and is obsessed with capturing them. And the reason why Ruth Gordon is in a movie like this is she did it as a favor for her friend, who's the film's director, because the guy who directed this also directed Every Which Way But Loose. Wow. OK. And if that wasn't enough, it's a musical. And basically it's Rockabilly versus yeah new wave music so it's basically duran it's basically devo versus <laughs> stray cats
1: oh god but, oh with, no i would remember this i don't with, remember it i have not seen this i, I need mean to see it save pia it for the Z- show save that, it for the
0: show with pia Zadora in the dead center and if that was enough they not enough they decide to throw in a music video and try to incorporate it into the plot of the music video for the eight hit the eighties hit song "When the Rain Begins to Fall" by Jermaine Jackson, and Pia Sorra, and yes, Jermaine Jacksons in the movie performing it.
1: That is magnificent. That is magnificent. <laughs> okay, yeah, save it. I want to watch it, but let's save it for the show.
0: Yeah, if you've never seen it, we're gonna have to do it eventually on the show because God, oh my God, it's it's another one of those so bad that it's fun movies. I All right. just, especially since it's Pia site. <laughs> But uh, we're not here to talk about Piazador, but we're here to talk about another slash, I guess you could call this, um, categorize this as a musical. Um, That's a special musical because it gave us, in 1979, the acting debut of Patrick Swayze.
1: Yes, it did.
0: Um, And that movie is Skate Town, USA.
1: This movie gave us red dawn
0: <laughs> yeah this, this two,
1: this, two this, movies about an invasion into the united states
0: this movie begot the outsiders begot red dawn begot red dawn uh steel dawn which is not a sequel to red dawn uh, I, you
1: can pretend it's not <laughs> i will always then, consider it a sequel then to of red course dawn.
0: of course roadhouse dirty dancing ghost next of kin Two wong fu you name black it dog. <laughs> black dog black dog Donnie darko War. north and south and book 1, 2, yeah
1: three and four twelve uh <laughs> this is
0: the movie that launched his career
1: black dog <laughs> i keep saying black dog over there. meatloaf was in black dog
0: <laughs> yes yes he was the thing that kills me though is is i'm shocked He had a career after this movie because and you'll see after you've watched this thing, because this really is like we're going to take a plot that you would normally find on Love Boat and place it in a disco roller rink. And the guest stars we were going to have on that episode of Love Boat, we're going to put in this movie. (laughs) Here's the basic plot. One evening at a Los Angeles roller disco called Skate Town USA, a rivalry between two skaters played by Greg Bradford and Patrick Swayze culminates in a contest where the grand prize is a thousand dollars and a moped.
1: <laughs> Sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's your basic plot right there.
1: Can you um in between this episode, parts one and two, can you strip the sound from the trailer and drop it in? Because rarely do you get a trailer for a movie as good as this one that we've done. <laughs> I, I always
0: do. So, yes, definitely. You're going to get the the this audio for this. Yeah, a the, good the, trailer. <laughs> it, it it sells what you're going to get when you watch this trailer. and
1: not hiding, They're not hiding anything from you.
0: They're like... Nope. You know, they're letting you know what you're getting into with this. Now, what's funny is not only just the cast that's involved, and we'll get to the cast in a minute. Um, oh, producer Chris is, Chris is here. Basically, Skate Town USA is, if you take the Warriors mixed with Disney on ice.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> g- it gave me strong Warriors vibes, Chris, yes. for sure. <laughs> and add disco music. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, if you took Can't Stop the Music and then made it the Warriors.
0: Pretty much. That's a good description. Yeah. Now, I need to point out the man who wrote the screenplay for this <laughs> film. Because when you think of Skate Town USA, you don't think of a person of this nature writing the screenplay. So I've got a question for you. Does the name Nick Castle mean anything to you? Yes. So Michael Myers. Yes. Wrote the screenplay for Skate Town USA. (laughs) Yes.
1: Shit. (laughs) Okay.
0: So we've got a movie about roller disco where people are trying to get a moped. And (laughs) in our cast, we not only have... Patrick Swayze, who, by the way, his his character's name is Ace.
1: Well, of course it is.
0: Um, we also have Scott Baio, Flip Wilson. I
1: as, saw Flip Wilson in the trailer.
0: Yep. He plays both the owner of the disco roller rink and his Geraldine character that he used to do that. in the seventies. <laughs> um, we have Maureen McCormick. <laughs> We have the return of Judy Landers.
1: We can't escape Judy Landers on this nope. show. Uh,
0: we have Billy Barty.
1: Which, come on, it's a roller skating movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we have Ron Polio from Welcome Back, Carter. <laughs> uh, we have Dorothy Stratton.
1: This is wild.
0: And Ruth Buzzy.
1: God damn <laughs> We also can't escape Ruth Buzzy on this show. <laughs> that
0: that that is our cast right there. Is and I just it's like, Dorothy Stratton out of all of them sticks out like the big sore thumb to me. And her sequences are actually hilarious. Uh they're 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 hilarious and creepy. At the same time, and you'll understand what I mean when I say creepy when you watch the film. Okay. I, this movie this movie's kind of made in the same vein as like um, Thank God It's Friday or American Graffiti or whatnot. It's a slice of life type film. Sure. There's, there's really no plot per se. It's just about everything that's going on that's simplified around this skating event that's going on. Sure. And plus, it's a chance for us to see Patrick Swayze – do roller skating ballet (laughs) dressed as a leather daddy (laughs) taking his belt and whipping it around like a whip
1: (laughs) there is a scene where somebody has a skategasm in the trailer and i enjoyed that a lot yes
0: Yes. (laughs) this film has actually been considered lost for years And the reason why it was considered lost was because of the soundtrack there. This you'll you'll see when you're watching the movie that the soundtrack to this thing is phenomenal. Um, But music rights was hell for this film. But they finally got everything squared away and they were able to finally release this movie with the soundtrack intact. Okay. Uh, so they didn't have to cut any of the music out or like play fake music or anything like that. So we get to hear like the Jackson five and, and earth, wind and fire and everyone else is on the soundtrack. So, um, but, uh, yeah, this thing's a trip. This movie's a trip.
1: I, the, the trailer sells the movie. So like, <laughs> if, if you have any questions about this movie, like, and you want to kind of follow the bouncing ball, um, stop, stop at the end of, of this part, watch the trailer. So, you know what we're going to be talking about, because, The trailer's really a trip. It's great.
0: And if this kind of also gets you into the mood of uh, the movie, Maureen McCormick, in her uh, autobiography, when she talked about this film, um, this is the movie that made her relapse on cocaine. (laughs) God, okay. Because she said that there was so much cocaine on the set of this film, no one was hiding it. They were very open about the amounts of cocaine that was going up everybody's nose. And it shows. It shows in this film. I mean, there, there, there are some um, like uh, Pinky Tuscadero type of uh, oh chewing teeth going on.
1: Chewing, there's some chewing happening. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: At, at one point, I think Ruth Buzzy even took a, a, a nip of the nose candy in this film. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready to go yeah. to Skate Town USA?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, gang. We will be right back.
2: Remember when roller skating was a lonely sport? The skaters were discreet. The skates were obsolete. And the background had no beat at all. Well, times sure have changed. Sky Top! This girl to do it every night. Sky Top! Dancing on the crystal line. Sky Top! Ooh, I like the way it reads. Sky
1: Top!
2: I've got to spend my life on wheels. Ow. Welcome to Skate Town USA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where boy meets girl in a celebration of love on wheels. From coast to coast, rock and roller disco is the most. The most fun, the most excitement, the most beautiful girls, the most outrageous guys. The most daring encounter between two rival champions. The most fantastic music all come together in the greatest story ever rolled. Big stars get down and new faces turn around in Skate Town, USA. Do you wanna get down? Uh-huh. The world's biggest. Funniest, toughest, loudest rock and roller disco movie ever imagined, Skate Town USA. It's heaven on wheels, and it's heading your way.
0: This movie was a fever dream wasn't it it was it was it was was a disco fever dream with yacht rock all of a sudden out of nowhere
1: it was the three movies we watched completely removed me from reality (laughs) (laughs) i was like it's like a sensory deprivation tank between this one and the other two like well i mean the thing is like what are we supposed to believe like about this movie are we supposed to believe that this is a real place with real <laughs> skaters, or do we believe that there is a magic DJ with a white afro that makes people appear and disappear and turns on lights like an X-Man with his mind?
0: Well, even at the end of the movie, during the closing credits, he all of a sudden goes off into this, like, variation of if we shadows have offended. You know, yes. like, yeah,
1: he's fucked." <laughs> Was he this a because... Midsummer's Night's Dream, but with skates? Did I miss something in this?
0: It's like he suddenly goes off on that tangent in the closing credits, and I'm like, what the hell?
1: (laughs) Did I miss? Seriously, was this a Midsummer's Night's Dream allegory, and I just missed (laughs) that? Oh, my God. Now I got to go back. and I got a thesis to write. I'm getting into (laughs) college again.
0: So this was your first time experiencing the magic that is Skate Town USA. So it's overall reaction to this thing
1: there i told you it's the perfect movie no notes <laughs> no notes to this movie at all it is a bottle movie it, it it happens in one location except for apparently there's an eight-lane highway that leads directly into the doors of straight Town. Or straight yes. Town. it is not straight Town. directly into the doors <laughs> of skate town um and uh that's it there's a there it leads right in where you got to have a was it a green ticket and, a, and an orange ticket one of the two and then um and then there's a ramp that goes down into the catacombs that is Skate Town. The River Styx, you got to cross the River Styx and then you get into Skate Town. Uh where uh, Mordor is apparently. Yeah. Such a good movie. Was there a Skate Town?
0: I, you know, I don't those think those type of movies. I don't think there really was a Skate Town. I mean, I know they threatened that they were going to be opening up Skate Towns across the United States at the end of the film. Um uh, but I don't think it was a real location well I, I don't think that the name itself was real but you could definitely tell this was filmed in an actual roller disco rink and um
1: big one
0: yeah like holy shit yeah um okay it was actually filmed at flippers roller boogie palace in west hollywood on santa monica boulevard
1: sure. okay that makes sense yeah that makes sense
0: um, but I mean this
1: thing. Oh, it's good.
0: Oh, it's good. Huge. Uh the thing is is it was it was set there, but there was also filming done at the Hollywood Palladium, which was where the Lawrence Fulk show was filmed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and then there was also uh, exteriors uh, shots at the Santa Monica Pier in sure. Venice Beach, which I recognized right away. I was like, Oh You when
1: they were racing?
0: Yeah, I was like, hey, that's from Grand Theft Auto. I recognize that.
1: Um, They should have that mod. (laughs) The Skate Town USA mod for Grand Theft Auto.
0: God, there's just, I mean, so much is going on in this film because there's really no, I mean, it's a very, 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 very basic plot. Um,
1: Yeah, but there are, Thirty-five subplots. Yes, there's just so much going on. Um, Why got... did we need Chachi in this movie? <laughs> Why did Bob Loblaw need to be in this film?
0: <laughs> I have. Who knows? Because uh, he was hot at the time. Thanks. Yeah, to I think that's probably guess.
1: what it was. Yeah, but, but then again, so was uh, Marsha Brady.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, we so we've got so we so we've got Chachi. We got Marsha Brady, and we also got um, – oh, God, what's-his-face from Welcome Back, Cotter?
1: Oh, Horshack.
0: Horshack. So we got Horshack, who is basically playing, like I say, Horshack on weekends because he's playing tough guy. But He's trying to convince us that he's the psychopathic killer.
1: Well, and it would be the the Mr. Cotter's classroom if that happened in the same universe as the Warriors.
0: Yes, because he got 'cause it's like Monday through Friday he's like, Oh, Mr. Carter. Ooh, ooh, Mr. Carter, and then on the weekends he's like, I'm gonna cut your nuts off. You know
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a real to believe that there was a roller skating um gang that was like a like Sons of Anarchy, but also they just roller skated. Yeah was a little bit that was the hardest uh, and I will say this, and this is going to be a ridiculous sentence. That was the hardest thing to willingly suspend my disbelief on <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> I will give you magic Gandalf Disco Man in the, in the booth. I will give you his ability to um, summon forth from the netherworld mediocre skate troops to give us a performance. Um, and Bobby, it wasn't Bobby Goldsmith. Who was it? That that they brought on not once but twice. Oh, it
0: was um God it was a uh, hold on it was uh Dave Mason.
1: Thank you, Dave Mason. The Bobby Goldsmiths of Dave Mason is Dave Mason. Um, not once but twice, and once for a cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give you all of that. And the hardest thing for me to believe about this movie was that Patrick Swayze and Horshack would shank a bitch on on the weekends. <laughs> In in their roller skates, though Patrick Swayze does do a mean bolero with his (laughs) belt.
0: I love the fact that here here they are, this hardened street gang that come, like, lumbast, crashing into this roller disco rink, knocking everybody off the floor, and then all of a sudden into this, like, Precision timed ballet. (laughs) Yes, yes. To to show off their dominance, and then they go and sit down. (sighs) And then all the yes, and then you hear the DJ like, "Whoa, while you guys are getting bandaged up, here is blah 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 dancing to blah blah." You know and. Like you mentioned to me, it was like the like a bizarre world reality, uh, not reality, but a variety show. This movie, yeah. and it really is, because they'll cut out of nowhere from the plot to bring us these mediocre acts that are doing the uh, the disco that's going on in between the stuff with Ruth Buzzy and her church group.
1: Oh my um,
0: God, Dorothy! We gotta, Dorothy this
1: is, we gotta shut this down.
0: <laughs> um, Rest in peace, Dorothy Stratton getting hit on by the old vaudevillian comedian, and all she wants is a slice of pizza. Uh, the, the two drug-addicted pizza men who accidentally get the pizza laced with their drugs and gets everyone addicted, including the religious freak.
1: Instantly addicted, by the way. There was There was no period of time between eating the pizza and getting addicted to that pizza
0: Mm mm-hmm uh you had the unknown comic playing two roles in this movie one as the unknown comic and then the second one is the alcoholic who was who was going all over the place um
2: well you had the subplot of um
1: the uh
2: pistol pete
1: oh you had you had pistol pete but you had the cashier who was a extreme feminist but that's all (laughs)
0: She's an extreme feminist with tits.
1: Um, it's just like,
0: hi, these are my tits.
1: Like ju- the juxtaposition of the di- the bimbo blonde, but also the only thing that she's intelligent about is women's suffrage, yeah. it was jarring. It was jarring.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, and it was Judy Landers, and yeah. she's just like, "I know I'm pretty, but did you know that the workforce was created to keep women oppressed?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is <this> going on? <laughs> um, you had that subplot. You had the uh, Geraldine, um, oh, Wilson my. subplot.
0: Yeah, flip. Well, the the Geraldine character was Flip Wilson's mother, who's also married to Billy Barty, and it turns out that Geraldine and Billy Barty are swingers. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell my son; he won't understand our our new freaky our
1: lifestyle our lifestyle choices. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um you've got the you, you've got the two pizza chefs themselves who are like fighting with each other and at one point get into the most bizarrest food fight i've ever seen um you got <sighs> you got pistol pete who you said was breck and meyer um you've got the disco doctor who's having vietnam flashbacks
1: oh yeah um, gets high <laughs> and has it and, and, and has vietnam flashbacks with uh the doctor yeah and uh they have to try to uh capture somebody who was it they were trying to capture horse
0: shack yeah and yeah the yeah with the help of the jewish couple uh at, who at one point who's there on their honeymoon and they get separated and the hit that was a comes, weird
1: subplot too god yeah. yeah
0: especially when the wife comes back with the afro pick in her hair i was like what
1: <laughs> This movie has so much going on that isn't the plot. The plot is local home, you know, you know, the blonde haired, corn fed, uh, all American wants to win the skating championship. But in order to win the skating championship, he has to beat Patrick Swayze, who is secretly bribing, you know, and and bullying people into letting him win. How many times in a row? I forget the uh, the seven. Seven times in a row. Um, So. Well,
0: it's like I even told you, I said that the blonde kid, Stan, is living proof that Aquaman fucks fish. That's Because because of the way he looked. I'm just like, it's like I'm looking at him, like, and the the sister of Patrick Swayze's character falls for him. And I'm like, how? How are you falling for this chud right here? Because... (laughs) There's nothing attractive about this guy whatsoever. I he's got, as you called it, the the bass fish jawline. He's yeah. got the creature from the black lagoon lips, the the blue eyeballs that honestly look like that they were stolen from a wax figure at Madame Tussauds. He's just so awkward looking, and the and even the hairdo is awkward looking. And I was just like, there is nothing attractive about this guy whatsoever. Why are the women throwing themselves at him in this film?
1: <laughs> and, and, and there's the, also the subplot of his sister, uh, Marsha Brady, who's just horny.
0: Oh, she, yes, yeah, she's all over the men, men and women throughout this. I mean, the scene when she's flirting with everybody at the bathrooms. Yes. It's like she's just like I don't care just lick it. I want someone to lick this clit. Yeah, it's basically just, how she's acting in this whole film and then she just hooks,
1: horny the whole she, movie.
0: And she finally hooks up with Horshack.
1: Well, she gets into the she gets into Horshack like immediately upon seeing him. Oh, the guy with the beard. Really? Horshack?
0: Horshack <laughs> gonna... <laughs> looks like Disco Gambit in this movie. Right. <laughs> I was honestly waiting him for him to go, oh mon cheri I'm gonna cut his dick.
1: <laughs> that's a good that's a good now yeah, that's a good analogy for what he looked like. He did look like that.
0: And I it just the whole thing, and then the the jokes that Flip Wilson makes in this movie were just
1: <laughs> I, I have I've heard jokes fall flat. Right.
0: But this was like throwing a watermelon off the Empire States building with his, with the with the jokes that he was delivering to the audience during the contest. Him and the unknown comic. Uh when the unknown comic was handing out the baby photos and it was like the lunch bags with the his small face drawn lunch on bags.
1: Yeah. It was I it's a hard movie to explain why it works. Yeah. But, uh, but all of those things that we just described for the last 15 minutes <laughs> all come together to make a thoroughly enjoyable movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, and I think what does it is the soundtrack because it's got a great soundtrack. It does. It does. It, the soundtrack is incredible to this film. Um, And then you've got, you know, just these bizarre, crazy moments. Like, I think the the one bizarre crazy moment that just really makes me go, oh my god, is with the DJ um, when he is about to announce please go to the snacks shack to go get food, and he's all of a sudden wearing those uh, Artie Johnson glasses holding the cigarettes, and he's like, you you can go and you can get buffalo lips on toast Oh, that whole scene (laughs) yes what is going on what what is actually i'm
1: telling on the movie is like you pass into a different world when you go to skate town usa (laughs) it is the rules don't apply anymore like um the stakes are apparently so high. Like I have no idea why the stakes, the the thing has to be like 5,000 square feet of roller skating rink with the way it's shot. Like Mm. it, it, it takes you into a state of surreality that, uh, that it's hard to shake. Like it's an, it's an ungrounded film. Um, and yet somehow again, it just, it just works. You believe in the stakes You believe in uh, the, uh, you know, one scene. uh, So Horshack is is hooking up with Marsha Brady because Marsha Brady was the dance partner to Bass Boy. Yeah. And um, Patrick Swayze is like, well, let's get her out of here. Let's distract her. So he'll lose the doubles portion of the skating competition. And, you know. No, no work, no uh, practice. He picks up Patrick uh, Swayze's sister and they win this doubles competition.
0: Oh, yeah. And, it's like they've been skating together for years.
1: Yeah. And we're supposed to. Be, and again, like we're supposed to believe that's true. You do believe it. And you believe that the stakes are so high that Patrick Swayze is basically willing to kill a man to win this skating yes. competition. Um, he loses the skating competition. And apparently, I I don't know the I don't know the bylaws of the rules, but when challenged, you have to skate down a pier on uh, rocket powered roller skates to see who can win. And that's how you know who really wins, even though the contest was over and he lost Mm -hmm. because they couldn't in good conscience let him win after the stunning performance. Listen, I, I grew up in Lebanon, Ohio, small town. I saw better skating at the local roller skate rink than what was on display in this film.
0: But the Hot Wheelers, man, the Hot Wheelers. Ladies and gentlemen, this act is so hot. Here's the Hot Wheelers. And it's like I said, they came off like a high school varsity team of roller disco. Yeah. (laughs) But, But what I also love is, is that, you know, when when they do this, the the the. The rocket skates and everything all fucks up and patrick's Swayze he almost dies because he can't swim and fish boy saves his life and he's like i don't get it i mean i tried <laughs> killing you i tried i was murdering you sabotaging you yet you saved me why and he's like because i'm the hero
1: yeah he literally says because i'm the hero like what <laughs> <laughs> That's how the movie
0: ends. That's how the movie ends. It's with that, and then all of a sudden we're back in skate town and everything's hunky dory. Yeah, uh,
1: friends now, everybody's dancing. They're swapping partners. It's like, what is what is going on?
0: We see Patrick Swayze and Fishboy do the Bros Before Hoes handshake. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, the, there was one line that the um, that the the unknown comic delivered that actually had me in hysterics and it was when he was playing the drunk character and he ta- he <laughs> literally tackles Ruth Buzzy and is like so what's your baby what's your name and she screams buzz off he's like oh buzz off that's hungarian isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that actually had me in stitches that line was uh, you couldn't get away with a joke like that today but that no, had but it was, I, well I was delivered it was so well delivered
1: it was a good movie. Everybody should watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's on archive. It's, you'll pay for it. You can watch it. It's super fun. The soundtrack bangs. Again, like, you will be removed from reality for like an hour and a half of your life. And it's worth every second of that.
0: Oh, yeah. It's definitely a great escape film. Um, it, you just have absolute fun watching this thing. And, I mean, if you're really looking for a time capsule movie of just how bizarre the whole roller disco scene was between the three films that came out of the roller disco era, this one, Xanadu and roller boogie, this one, I think shows it off perfectly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is the studio 54 of roller skating.
0: Movies. <laughs> yes, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next month for August, I have a very special treat lined up for you, uh, Mr. Farmer. Yeah? What you got? Yes. So we're going to be watching uh, a movie that is getting rediscovered right now, and I, I'm glad that it's getting rediscovered, because uh, it, it's been a lost film, basically, for a decade. And its, uh, Severin home video and Shudder, the film is finally back in the horror genre limelight and it is the film All About Evil. So yes. we're going to we're going to be watching the movie All About Evil, but this is the uh real special treat that I'm talking about. We're not just going to be watching All About Evil. Okay. We're also going to have the director of All About Evil what? on our show.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um <laughs> And not just the director, but this person is a massive, massive figure in horror, cult cinema, in the queer community, and everything. We have none other than Peaches Christ guest starring on our show, folks. And joining Peaches Christ is her co-host of the podcast Midnight Mass, uh, Michael Verratti. That is insane! who, Who we are excited to have on the show, too, because he is responsible for writing another one of our favorite films aquarium of the dead which we're going to have to ask him questions about um so i am so excited to have both of them on the show uh i cannot wait and i also can't wait for you to see this movie because i i remember going to see this movie when peaches took it on tour and just having such a blast with this movie. natasha leone is so much fun in this film um i can't wait for you to see it
1: i have held out i've never seen it and you had mentioned don't watch it we'll probably do it for the show so i have held out watching um so that i could watch it apparently for this moment and i could not be happier that that's what we're doing yeah that is amazing how you how you managed to finagle this one is beyond me but uh i'm glad you did all
0: all i did was ask just out of (laughs) just out of nowhere i i I guess it kind of helped that i you know, mentioned that I remembered growing up, you know, well, not growing up. I was in my twenties when the midnight masses were going on in the Bay area, the San Francisco Bay area. But I made a mention about, you know, always going to the midnight masses. So I don't know if that helped or what, but well, uh,
1: whatever, whatever it was, I'm, I am ecstatic. Um, this is going to be thoroughly, thoroughly awesome. I'm thank you for setting that up.
0: You got it. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm excited and nervous at the same time. Yeah, I'm uh, super
1: nervous. Now Now my anxiety is peaking. Thank you. Because
0: <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, we got some celebrities appearing on our show here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait for this. So keep an, uh, keep an eye and ear out, folks, for that incredible episode coming up. And we also uh, have one more movie to do this month. Uh, and I'm... <laughs> I I'm so glad Andy chose this one. I can't wait to talk about Laser Mission. I'm so glad we so. finally
2: wa- we're
1: able to watch it. It yeah. is it is one of my it is literally one of my favorite deep cut cult movies and I'm so glad that we're going to talk about it next. That is that is so that is so good for me.
0: All right, let's do this. Let's let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and end this episode and we will be releasing the, uh, the laser mission episode shortly after this one. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much again for joining us for the past four years. We, as you can hear with uh, the Peaches Christ episode coming up, we got a lot of fun stuff lined up for our, our fourth year and I uh, hope you join along with us. Uh, talk to you all later and have a great one.